Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Texas Hill Country Market Update brought to you by the Texas Hill Country Advisors. It would be myself, Andrew Gay, and Mr. Gilbert Pies. How you doing, Gilbert? Good morning. I'm doing great. Thank you, sir. What a wonderful day. You wonderful. got that right. Yeah, it's Inflation Day in America, and it's a beautiful day in the Texas Hill Country, so we're uh, no complaints all the way around, right? Beautiful day in the stock market, too. That's right. That's right. About time. It's about time. Okay, so we're going to break down the inflation number for you guys this morning. Um, got a nice little graphic to help us there with that. Uh, so let's, uh, let's jump right in. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA SIPC, Texas Hill Country Advisors, and not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Andrew Gay, Gilbert Pies, and Texas Hill Country Advisors, and not those of Next Financial Group. The S&P 500 is a market cap weighted index composed of common stocks of 500 leading companies and leading industries of the U.S. economy, and the Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price weighted index of 30 actively traded blue chip stocks. Booyah! All right. Like like Gilbert said, it's about time, man. We've been, what, a uh, month and a half ago, right? We were talking about uh, the fact that inflation hopefully would start to show moder- moderation, but took us a little longer to get there. But I think we m- might actually be at the be at the cusp there. There's, um, you know, it, one data point doesn't make a trend, but it is there was a lot going on in this data point, and it is looking very promising. Everybody so. did what I told them to do yesterday. They <laughs> prayed for 7.9. And, you know, the all-powerful all being gave us 7.7. 7. That he was great. Us a, he threw us a bone. <laughs> he said, you know what? I'll just, I'm, I'll sprinkle a little extra I, in there. I've been messing with y'all enough. I need to go ahead and make you uh, understand that I, I'm, I'm a nice guy, too. <laughs> right. Sometimes. So, yeah. Uh, uh, he got tired of rattling our cage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, what's the inside of the under the hood? What's that look like? So here we go. We're going to start at the top there in the top left um, and break this down and say, okay, these are all just screenshots that I got from Bloomberg this morning. They did a nice little breakdown, but we're going to kind of uh, cherry pick some of this out for y'all and just talk about it. So September's headline CPI year over year was 8.2% and October's came in this morning at 77 so a little better than 7.9, like Gilbert was saying, we were kind of praying for, but, uh, you know, that's that's obviously positive. Inflation looks like now 7.7 is still high. That is still a high number. Don't make no mistake about it, but it is better than expected. So the markets are up today off the back of that. Uh, but furthermore, the core number that we've talked about, which excludes the volatile food and energy prices, uh, came in month over month at 0.3 for October and year over year, 6.3 for October. Now that's 6.3 year over year is still really high for that but the 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 piece of this that's positive or bullish for the markets is that it was expected to come in a little higher than that i think at 6.5 but previous months was 6.6 so if core can sh- core uh inflation or core cpi consumer the consumer price index without that food and, and energy cost in there uh, th- if that can show some moderation that's going to be extremely bullish for the markets but even better for the Fed as far as their outlook for when to kind of pivot or ease up on their interest rate hikes. So very important data points there and very important breakdown uh, there to kind of understand the full picture and get some context within inflation there. So um, 
underneath that on the left hand side you can kind of see the breakdown gasoline food at home uh rent used cars apparel uh used cars dropped off a good bit more than they were in september so uh you know that's kind of not that surprising we probably see continue to see that if the consumer eases up on their spending. The apparel number came back. That's an important one too. That was that was uh, weaker than September's number. And then food at home, rent, and gasoline actually were up on a month-over-month -month basis. However, they were softer or weaker numbers than they were in September, which is kind of a positive, which just speaks to that, hopefully, that core number where the CPI is starting to moderate. Um, so even though that they were positive and they increased from one month to the next, the fact they thought that it's going to, those are going to ease up um, over time is, is positive, positive news there. And then last but not least in the top right there, goods versus services. This is kind of a key metric here, just in the sense that the services number, okay, on a month over month basis is continuing to increase. So the prices for services, right, consulting, things that you're not buying an actual good for are continuing to increase. So that's not necessarily worrisome. It just means that, you know, the Fed would probably want to see that stop that trend and maybe even reverse a little bit before they start talking about softening their rate hikes. So uh, that's kind of the breakdown for us that we got on inflation this morning. Uh, lots, lots going on there under the hood, but nevertheless, the overall gist was that it was, that it was positive. So what you got, you got anything on that, Gilbert? Well, I'll, I'll add this, that, um, knowing what we know today about CPI, this is a pretty good indicator that come December, the next Fed meeting, December right. 14th, instead of the Fed raising by three quarters of a point, they are very, very likely, more likely to do just 50 basis points. Uh, th this is good because this is what we've been waiting for, some kind of indication that inflation was stopping or not trending up anymore and starting to move back the other direction, start going down. And this will give the Fed the time that they need to, or the justification that they're looking for to slow down the pace of interest rate rises. So if, if me and Andrew got pegged down today and said, okay, what are they going to do on December the 14th? Our best guess today would be 50 basis points. And then for February, next February is the meeting after the December meeting. We would say then that they would probably raise rates by maybe just a quarter of a point. And then after that, we would be surprised or not be surprised at all if what they do is just leave interest rates alone for a few months to see how the rate increases that they did previously are affecting the economy. What, what we would tell you is that there is a delayed effect between when they raise interest rates and the expected slowdown in the economy. And so it, it's just a matter of time. And, and if we can just wait for that delayed effect, it's coming. And, and I think that's probably what they're going to do because they, as we've talked about before, do not want to drive the economy into a deep, deep recession. And that's probably what they would do if they kept raising interest rates at the same rate, three quarters of a point. Right. They, absolutely. They, yeah. They've got to give themselves some wiggle room. So if we had to put a bet on it today, we would say interest rates are only going to go up in December by half a point. And uh, this is wanted to show this because this is what Gilbert's talking about here. If we have this is switch now, if you remember us looking at this, these were the expectations for interest rates. This puppy swaying back to the left. 
So what we were talking about previously, those blue bars were a lot more split, and that was the expectation between three-quarters of a, a percent, which was 0.75% on the right, 0.5% or half of a percent on the left. Basically, it had been split for the last several days that we've been talking about this, and you can see this is due to what came out this morning. We mentioned it yesterday that this was probably going to happen one way or the other. We got a more positive than expected inflation report. So now the expectations have kind of pushed back towards only a 50 basis point or a 0.5 or half a percent rate hike, which is what uh, at the December meeting for the Fed, which is what Gilbert was just talking about. We would be inclined to agree with that and think that on the back of this report, that's probably what's going to happen. And then even in February, that would put us about four and a half percent for the Fed funds rate. February, we're talking about maybe doing another 25 basis point hike on top of that, which is exactly what Gilbert was just explaining. And those blue bars right there match exactly that uh, expectation. So because the markets are adjusting and pricing that in now, you can see on the right-hand side there, uh, man, NASDAQ's up 5.5%. S&P is up 4%. uh, We just hit 4. And the Dow's up a little over 2.5% this morning. So good stuff. And then look at this top story right here. Uh, CNBC article, Dow rallies. 700 points is new data raises hope that U.S. inflation may keep may be peaking. So that's kind of what we're talking about here. So hopefully inflation will continue to show that it's cooling off um, when we get November's number in December. And uh, yeah, so then it's, I think we actually, let me look at the d- dates real quick. Oh yeah, Let, when does the CPI number? I was going to say, let's look at, out? let's look at. Uh, Early December. December for December's. Sure. Probably just before the. Fed meeting. Probably so. If you want to, uh, if you got another comment, you can fill there. I'm going to try to get this going here. My other comment is uh, get your jackets out. From what I understand, it's going to be cold next week or, or actually starting tomorrow. Might get some rain too. Dude, that's so. it. Shift into weatherman mode because <laughs> I have not checked the weather this morning. Tell me, educate me and tell me about it. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm my, uh, Gilbert the weatherman. My predictions about the weather are about as my predictions <laughs> about the stock market. I wouldn't I wouldn't put much faith in them, but uh, yeah, the the weatherman said this morning you better get your jacket out because tomorrow it's going to be a upside down day. It's going to start off warm and then fall throughout the day. After a cool front comes in, might get some rain, and by the afternoon, especially in the hill country, it should be in the 40s. And then uh, for the next two weeks from here on out, we would probably going to struggle to make it out of the 60s in the more during the day and in the uh, low to mid 30s and 40s in the hill country next uh, couple weeks it's about time we get some cool weather and hopefully it sticks for thanksgiving so uh i'm tired of wearing flip-flops shorts it's like we're tired of high inflation man so hopefully we get the cooler (laughs) weather on the back of the uh cooler than expected inflation report that's exactly right all right, so here's the uh, so we get it on the 13th. I figured it was right around the meeting, but I didn't know if it was right before because they're meeting in the middle of December. They meet every six weeks, so it makes it funky because sometimes it's at the very beginning of the month, end of the month. So they're meeting right in the middle of December. The Fed is to raise rates again, expectedly, and the CPI number for November, um, the equivalent of what we just got today, but instead of October for November, comes in the day before. So you can see that. So oh wow, that that's a uh, really that's a uh, Talk about a data-heavy week. Yeah. That's that's a big deal right there. It will be. So that, that'll that probably be the next, like, you know, we'll get retail sales, maybe some unemployment data, some other stuff that, that are definitely important data points, spending, that kind of stuff for the rest of this month for October. Um, so we'll be watching those. But 
uh, this is probably the next like big catalyst as far as data is concerned. You know, one thing I, I will point out too to some of our listeners here is that keep in mind that even if the stock market is going up, the stock market is going up in anticipation of what's going to happen months down the road. And they're looking at a slowdown of interest rate increases and an eventual great decrease at some point in the future. If we had to tell you right now, we would probably not, we would probably guess that it's probably not going to happen until mid next year at the earliest, probably end of next year at the earliest, depending on what the recession looks like. And, and I want to point out something too about the recession. Over the next few months, you are very likely to hear more about layoffs and business slowing down and, and right. things like that. We've we've already started hearing about a slowdown in the real estate market. The housing especially has slowed down quite a bit. We're, we're going to start seeing some more headlines about these things. And uh, as a fine example here, the recent news about Facebook laying off 11,000 people, we've heard about several technology companies actually slowing down hiring or stopping hiring. Yeah. We, we may hear about fewer companies doing seasonal hiring during the big holiday shopping season. Which is typically pretty bullish for the stock markets because of spending and excess. You know, absolutely. Spending. Absolutely. So so you, you're probably not going to hear a lot of good news, quote unquote, good news in, in as far as the economy goes over the next few months. But don't let that really bother you because remember, the stock market is a predictive mechanism for the future. And, and even if you hear bad news about the economy, and I, I'm with you, with everybody that says, hey, listen, having a recession is not good. No, it's terrible. Uh, people losing their jobs is terrible, but it, it's something that has to happen. We have a, a the, our, our capitalist system is a system of periodic disruption and chaos and it's a it, and, and destruction really because it's it's a destruction of jobs and um, it's a disruption uh, at the very least to people's lives when they have to lose their jobs. But it's something that has to happen in our economy. It, it, it's kind of like the the change of seasons. You go from a season of uh, cold, bitter uh, weather to a, a to the springtime where you have a period of renewal and rebirth. That's really the same thing that happens to our economy. Uh, right now, it, it's it's getting into the winter time. It's going to metaphorically and literally, uh, we're getting into the winter time, and and so there, there's going to be a period of disruption. But don't let that throw you off your long-term focus. And the long-term focus is good because oh, look at that. Um, we 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 tend to see these types of things at the bottom of. Uh, periods of, um, uh, I guess, a period, a trough period, a low point in the economy. But eventually what you'll see is the economy moving back up again. And you're, you're going to see the stock market move up way before the economy actually starts improving. Uh, right. So so keep that in mind. Don't, don't let that freak you out too badly because it's just what happens. Right. It's part of the cycle, right? Right. Right. It's a cycle of life. It's like a circle of life. Oh, there you, you know, go. Cue the, circle of life. Cue the line, Lion King music. I, I, I'm messing up, messing up my uh, Disney movies. Hey, look, the sun's, <laughs> sun's trying to come out. Okay, uh, real quick before we wrap up for today, we wanted to, I wanted to put this up here. So uh, this is starting at 11 a.m. We have our virtual event. We're going to talk about uh, or listen to Mr. Stewart J. Sweet 
political expert, talk about politics and financial markets and the implication that those two have on each other. Uh, we just had an election. I think we're still waiting on, what, three races, Nevada, Georgia, um, Arizona. And, and Arizona, mm -hmm. yes. And uh, so I'm sure our, our friend, Mr. Sweet here, will have plenty to say about that. So we're really looking forward to that. You guys are welcome to come by our office. We're in the Sydney Baker South Tower, Kerrville Tower, that's next to Bonsai across the street from the small HEB. Uh, we're on the fifth floor, number 527, or you can hit us up and we can send out the, the email. I have had some requests to send out the link, and I did that this morning a few times. So uh, you guys, let us know if you want to participate. And please don't forget, share our podcast, um, our show. Let let someone know about it that might be interested in, in uh, financial markets and what's going on out there in the in the market, market world. Um, and we are also on, you know, Everywhere podcast exists, which is all over the place nowadays, and we're on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. So, please, thank you for your please and thank you for your interaction, your viewership, uh, your participation is much appreciated. Yes, so, yes, and, and remember, if uh, you or anybody you know is interested in talking about the market, contact us uh, right now. Is a fantastic time to get into the market. You you get in when everybody's running the other direction. That's this is the time you want to get in. You want to get in when right. uh, there, there's been a butt kicking in the market uh, this is the time to get in right now might be a little early but long term if you've got more than two two to five years to wait this is a perfect perfect time to get into the market that's right and and like gilbert always reminds everybody we're never short of ideas so uh yeah, i don't you know how good they are <laughs> but we're never short of that's ideas. right all you got to do is reach out to us we'd be glad to have a conversation with you Thank you guys so much. We will see you back here tomorrow. And happy Friday, Junior. Have a wonderful Thursday.